like supper. Cause supper to me sound like lima beans and neck bones and. Mm. God damn. And I don't care for that kind of stuff. You don't like you don't like lima beans and neck bones. I mean, periodically, but that ain't my go-to shit. Like I ain't never gonna ask for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't I'm believe. In that mood, then I yeah. eat it. But I feel you. Yeah, I like can't I believe you. my mm. every day. Like I wouldn't have. Oh. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> nah, do your thing, dog. I mean, With some I ain't cornbread in the frying pan, some skillet cornbread. Yeah, yeah so case, case in point, that is supper. Like you just described supper to a T. My grandma used to say supper. About to go ahead and make some supper. You're gonna use the term whole cakes enough. They definitely don't. I made some whole cakes. I made some whole cakes a while back. What is a whole cake technically? What is a huh? A pancake. It's a pancake. Oh, it's, like a fried. It's a pancake. Fried pancake it? It's a pancake made with straight up cornmeal and like a little bit of egg and water. So it's a corn pancake. It's a corn pancake. Okay, all right. Cause not technically a pancake. No, it's not technically. It's like it's, but it's like you know it's in the pancake family. Huh? That's why. Yeah, that's why I know how. What makes them a pancake? Because it looked like a pancake. Just because it's we flat. Had this, we had this cookbook, The Joy of Cooking, and I wanted to make pancakes from scratch one time, and I went and looked it up, and the whole cakes is like on the next page over or whatever. That's why. I, but yeah, they associated with it, but I never got that deep into figuring out why. I thought it was because, like, you kind of prime up more so than a pancake. You just kind of put down on a quote unquote dry grill or whatever. Yeah. But don't you like kind of put or ain't it like kind of submerged in oil lightly? No, like that's not a, deep fried, but you gotta flip it no, over. That's actually what people yeah. fuck up. That's what people yeah. fuck up their pancakes. No, I'm talking about the whole cake. Oh yeah, I don't know nothing about whole cakes. I'm sorry, I'm out. No, yeah. I'm out. You do it just like a goddamn pancake. So you ain't supposed to flip a pancake? I think you're talking about hot water cornbread. Now hot water cornbread and whole cakes. Hey. Hot, hot water, water cornbread. cornbread, whole cakes and pancakes. Right. No, yeah, hot, hot right water now. cornbread is definitely something different. Yeah. You submerge that in, that's more so prime, but a whole cake is pretty much a, a savory pancake. But in a pancake savory until you put syrup on it? It definitely so is savory syrup, until you put some syrup, syrup on pancake, it. Pancake. I don't think, I mean, I, I don't think so. Wait, 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 wait. What do savory mean there? I thought like syrup not is sweet. what made it savory. Well, we about to get into no. the different flavors. Oh, we about to get you know into what? You know what? Yeah, because old girl got uh, sweet and savory. What's so the uh, What's the flavor that the the Asians have? What's that flavor? Umami. Yeah, umami. We about to get We about to get into the combo. Oh, oh man, nobody is still broken. Nigga, I hear niggas talk about, but it has an umami. Yeah, flavor, like a like it's like sweet savory and then umami like nigga i still don't know what umami is but they said all the time on food network and shit i think it said like the msg brings out the umami or something i think somewhere in the back of my cancer brings out every time i've been um hearing them say that i think i've been thinking edamame so it never even registered to me that they're saying something but they had to say umami about good edamame nigga so right yeah, I just stick to the sweet side of chicken. You always wouldn't bite my shot. I'm making money on your mind, and it's all the time. Talk about these bitches, look it up, just losing your mind. When I walk in the club, I make the haters mad on. Just as I can shake and rap, even fast on. Why you acting all black? So when you hear the pop, you got the whole shit to stop. Get you, 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 get you,
And with all due respect, W-A-D-R-E-S-P-E-K. You know, saying any donations are really appreciated. Wood with the white voice. What up? 5,000 outside Florida. It's your boy, J. Joe. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry. Right on. So, yeah, definitely want to thank everyone for for showing love um, these past couple of weeks with the donations. Um, I thought it was definitely going to go to Chipotle because that's better than a pizza party, but equipment is cool and responsible, too, as well as merch. So, um, but thank you once again. Obviously, we're always open if you, you want to send any more donations. I do think we should look into a Patreon, though. I think a Patreon might be a good look. And even when I was like polling listeners, they said they would they would support a Patreon account. Like, yeah, you will, niggas always say the shit till it's time to pay nine ninety nine a month. Right. Oh. At that point, we competing with the OnlyFans, man. You know the podcast is great, but there ain't no titties and ass on here. The thing about the only thing okay, is... I step on the cage. <laughs> Chef is on vacation. He's led in the bed. Oh, man. But I'm saying, though, like, the only thing is we ain't, we ain't going to be offering no shady extras. We just offering the <laughs> podcast. Like, only fans, you paying that $25 a month, but you might not get any, like, real nudity or nothing or penetration. You might wait, just wait, get, wait, like... Wait, 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 wait. Only fans cost $25 a month? Oh, they got something that costs more than that. They have, but they have hidden fees. Like, you, if you want to get like some sweet shit, like if you want to see him like get fucked or something, you have to pay like an extra, like ten dollars per session. Or oh, something there's like a chick named Davakaya, and she's you know she's, she's impressive. You know what I'm saying? She's she's a looker. You know what I'm saying? But her subscription is twenty nine ninety nine per month, and month. then you can get a DM, and she'll DM you like the private videos if there's some you know some going intercourse or something like that. And she's charging upwards of one hundred and twenty-five dollars for a video. Just to watch, huh? Oh, this people are too. This is my thing with that, right? I can Google Dab of Kaya because I've done it, and I've seen <laughs> her get fucked before. And like once I seen it one time, I I can just keep going to that same video. I don't need to. You don't need to like diversity right. in the video. Right. What's her name again? Dab of Kaya. And most okay. of them, they give most of their content on Instagram or Twitter anyway. Like, so that's a little cheat code. And they're not all that expensive. Some are nine ninety nine. You know, some are free. They didn't want to get you in the that belt. Sound like a lot though. Thirty dollars a month, and then that's only one person. Don't you want to like diversify your portfolio? You you kind of need to diversify your portfolio, and that's what makes it so scammy. And that's why I'm saying like, if we are charging nine ninety nine to listen to with all due respect. And you getting all that sweet content, 
like consistent content maybe like it's gonna be right. <laughs> it's a better deal than dab of kaya where she asking for 120 dollars for what you yeah, really want to see <laughs> don't talk about it man <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about it don't say sweet content maybe it's a sweet, sweet content super sweet content even i'm just saying i mean i agree um but stars is eight nine nine. I could get all the episodes of P Valley, like right. So that's kind of what I was trying to come to. Cause it seemed like for thirty dollars, that's like a cable package or some streaming or something. Yeah, that just that just seemed like a lot. But I don't know. I'm poor and it's a scroller, so whatever. Yeah, man. So, but um, I know. Yeah, you know, shout out to y'all who broke bread with us, man. Definitely appreciate it. I, I realize my mic is that. really. It seems like my mic is the shadiest now. I don't think it started off like that. Nigga's but... trying to get in line first for the money, dog. <laughs> I'm just saying. So the first equipment will be coming to me. That nigga's trying to book the equipment line, bro. Everybody loves your sultry voice. Look at that. He'll get it. My mic is fucked up, bro. You know, bro. Your voice compensates. Anyway, you know. With all that said, Abakai is like really thick for a light skinned girl. But anyway, um, yeah, we we didn't we didn't pie last week. It don't matter why we didn't pie. We just and, didn't. And don't do that. To, I mean, don't shit on the light skinned girls, man. There's a lot of thick light skinned girls out there. Shout out to y'all. No, anyway. she. I'm, I'm, she's all right. But, she um, you know girl. what? He did say that. I, it was like that shit went in one end out the other. Like I I heard it, but I didn't hear it. Chef did spin, chef. But he's not really thick though. She's long with cur- you know, with some curves. She's not like I don't know. We don't even talk about that on the podcast. Maybe it's an angle maybe it's an angle thing. She's not My, thick. I think it's an angle thing. My bad. But um but yeah, man, so um what's been going on with everybody like the past since we last talked, anything new? Any developments in your life, anything worth sharing with our listeners? Nope. Oh. So what's the first topic? Is somebody watching TV in the background? I'm not. All right. Oh, y'all hear that? No. Oh, how you, dog, we've been podcasting for how many years? You got a TV on in the background? I've and you the watching, AMI? Watching and and you got the nerve to want niggas to get a Patreon? And this right. Type, right. So you want all kind of equipment and shit. Technically, people, technically people are paying for this shit. And you <laughs> got the nerve to have a TV on? You definitely go in the last with in the equipment uh, line. So. <laughs> right, right. Everybody else wants to hear something. That's um, a, a goddamn demerit. Then <laughs> uh, uh, this nigga had to get up and this nigga got no remote. I have a remote. This is just wasn't near me. But yeah, okay, cool. We can start getting. We can just get into everything then. Well, I, I tell you what's going on with me is that I'm in New Orleans and uh, it looked like at the time two hurricanes are headed this way. And we're gonna get a little one-two punch, but looks like it's uh heading out west. Remember that TikTok video that they were doing that song out west. Anyway, yeah. So out it's west, headed. we talking about out west like Houston or like out west yeah. like yeah, Houston. Okay, Houston. so Houston's about to get two tornadoes, two hurricanes at the same time. Like, how does that work? What's about, what's about to happen to Houston? Uh, so Marco, um. Marco pretty much kind of like dissipated in the Gulf, so it's just like some wind and some rain. I don't even think it's a tropical storm anymore. But Laura bitch ass is in the Gulf getting bigger and stronger, so by the time it hits Texas, where it looks like it's headed now, it looks like it's going to be maybe a Category 3. Um, right. So that's 
All right, so that shit done turned up real quick. Right. Um, so I don't know, man. So everybody in Texas, man, pray for you. Hope everything ends up. Uh, you know, it's just the storm surges and all that shit. That water and that wind is really was fucking shit up. So we'll see. When did that shit happen? I, it was like two hurricanes, like up to Sunday, wasn't it? Nah, so it was it was two tropical two tropical yesterday. Um, but like I said, one became a hurricane and the other one became just rain. Maybe it went back down to a tropical depression or some shit. How ain't that ain't Whitney, you gotta feel that bitch, you not even a hurricane no more, Marco. You just rain and wind. I, I saw a nigga say that. Change his name um, to Mark, nigga. Right. A Mark. Mark ass. I saw a nigga write that um, Laura Laura was following Marco to work to make sure he got there. Oh, uh, it was a whole lot of funny uh, little fucking memes oh, and. Don't raise it! There we go. Oh, that's racist. Okay. Yeah, his name but, is Marco. Um, Anything that there's a Mexican's going on. So you, so you assuming that Marco? Was, I didn't. I didn't assume Marco Mexican. was Mexican. Why is Marco that's not Mexican? Mexican? And I like a Spanish like. Marco could be Spain, man. I don't Marco know. Marco could be pretty much anybody. I don't know no niggas named Marcus Marco, and I don't know no white people named Marco. Only people I know that named Marco is Mexican. Marco Rubio is a, a, a senator, and he, he he's named Marco. He's he's Mexican, ain't he? Oh, no, man. Let's right, move on. Listen, we yeah. keep using all these Patreon dollars. What is Marco yeah. Rubio? Marco what is Polo. He? Marco Polo, um, Italian. Italian. <clears throat> we used to have a good ass. Well, I guess it's still there, but I don't eat there no more. But a um, good ass Chinese restaurant called Marco Polo in Jacksonville. Y'all had a y'all had a Chinese food restaurant named after an Italian man. He the one who could discover yeah. who brought Chinese food to um Italy. He, he got he brought noodles to Italy. Stop. It was called Marco Polo, and they did the Mongolian barbecue. That was a big That's thing, like. Because nobody was doing that on the north side. Nobody still might not be doing that on the north side. So spaghetti, spaghetti and everything. If you live in Jacksonville and they and they still open and you still go down, let me know if it's good. I might put them back in the rotation. Spaghetti in Italy came from Marco Polo in the Asians? Yeah, man. He introduced that shit to him, man. He went to China. And then he came back and was like, ooh, we got some spaghetti now. And they, all he was eating was pizza before. And, um, and chicken what? parmesan. But wait a minute. But it, you know what? Never mind. First of all, you can't even have chicken parmesan without the noodles on the bottom. So. <laughs> no, you could, you could definitely. What makes it the chicken parmesan? It's just chicken. Cheese on top of the, of the chicken. The noodles is just a side part of it. Do it? Do real Italians even eat chicken parmesan? Or is that? Like I ain't the, never been to Italy, nigga. I don't know. I ain't been nowhere. Well, who has been to Italy? That's You've been to Italy. Italy. You be able to there was no chicken parmesan. Chef, I mean, five times been to Italy too. Y'all remember that uh, hey man, half a conversation they had? Like, oh no, the pizza in Roma was so much better than the pizza in Indonesia. I'm gonna say right now, the food in Rome is trash. Food in Rome is definitely trash. Go, go to Tuscany. Tuscany is the Atlanta of Italy. <laughs> so they do have chicken parmesan. Uh, nah, like we getting like what is it? Tusco Busco, Tusco Busco. Like it's like shanks of cow and shit like that, like meat and shit. Like that's. What's going on in Tuscany? Not chicken parmesan. Who the fuck goes? To, who the fuck like, goes to Italy yeah, and like chicken parmesan? But the stuff that we know as like Italian food and this kind of food and that kind of food, they don't even be eating that stuff for real. Or they don't eat it the same way that it's prepared over here. They're like, bitch, we eating fish, like pesca, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> right. So hold on. So what? Since y'all shit on chicken parmesan, what what do y'all eat at Italian restaurants? Chicken I eat bar- chicken parmesan. I don't think I ever had chicken parmesan in my life. 
what do you eat at Italian restaurant? Mussels and wine. Chicken oh. marsala. Oh. I like I like a, I like some sauce on my shit. It's marsala. It's sauce on marsala. Like I like a I like a red sauce. Marsala is like a wine sauce, ain't it? <clears throat> yeah. Yes, man. But like you get with some real Italians, get you like some Sunday gravy over some 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 noodles or something. That's when you eat good. But what is that what kind of gravy? Is that like a? It's veal? it's like meat gravy. Like you gotta they cook like veal and shanks and pork and all of that, and they get those juices and they cook down the tomatoes and all of that with those meat sauces. It's like a thick gravy, almost like a ragu, but not quite a ragu. And they put that like over pasta or whatever. It's the okay. Go to Italy. This is nowhere. This none of this is on the docket. The docket. The docket. We're off. Right. I'm gonna say, and we'll get back to it. I'm gonna say when I finish it, I'm definitely going on vacation. Hey man, Southwest, you go to uh, Italy for forty nine dollars. Uh, I'm trip on Southwest right now. I saw somebody get tickets. I got that shit said thirty nine. I said, God damn, they don't went down ten dollars. Don't Dude, don't don't stay no don't stay in Rome, man. Stay in Tuscany and get on a train, go to Rome, and then come back. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah, we we gonna do some, we gonna do some. That's shit the way like they, that. them niggas were DJing from the fucking balcony in that fucking Corona uh, <laughs> uh, lockdown. I ain't fucking with nothing. Dude. I ain't gonna talk about it about them niggas because they had about as much Corona as Tallahassee did. So <laughs> I can't really talk bad about Italy at all. But um, speaking did. of. of storms we got two forces of nature uh going at it for the next verses on the 31st brandy versus monica uh i'm excited about it you know what I'm saying i fuck with brandy and monica um one more than the other but so, i've noticed no, no go ahead finish and i'll ask i'm gonna say this one's this is a really polarizing one like i think a lot of people have really like Put they line the sand in terms of who they favorite songstress is. I am Team Monica. Um, I will say it's not because I think Brandy's a. I don't think Monica's the more superior singer. I just like her songs. So you know, fucking with Monica. What y'all what? think? Who y'all fucking with? Uh, <clears throat> so anything involving a slim, light skinned chick with hood in her with a big forehead, I'm kind of all about that. But right. um. I don't know when, and I don't understand when Brandy became this vocal powerhouse. Like I, like going on Facebook, like people were acting like, "Oh, Brandy got this buckets," and I'm like, "Brandy, Brandy!" Like outside of the self-titled 1994 album, I think that's what it is. Correct me if I'm wrong, JJ. What the fuck is Brandy sung? Like niggas is throwing up Full Moon, like Full Moon was a masterpiece, and I'm like, Full Moon was trash to me, honestly oh. and truly. Brandy's kind of a mediocre artist, you know what I'm saying? And then we get this whole vocal Bible thing. And I, I the first time I ever heard of vocal Bible was a week ago. I've never heard of vocal Bible. Can I mean, you tell people what a vocal Bible is? is. I don't know what the fuck it is. People, that's what y'all said. Brandy was was the vocal Bible. That's what people are referring to Brandy as the vocal Bible. Y'all tell me what the fuck that means. <clears throat> I think what people were saying based on the context clues is like. She has so much range, and she can do all these runs and all of this stuff. And I guess they just saying like she can do it. Brandy does not have range. She sounds like whispers from Hugh from Hoodlum. She don't have like somebody went on Facebook and said that Brandy has the most. Brand no, she they said Brandy's range is unmatched. 
like Prince, oh, yeah. like people swinging for the fences, like like Randy Prince in the range, like Prince and Mariah Carey died, like they just they just never existed, like Brandy, Brandy, and this is when I know the the hype the hyperbole that's going on around Brandy has definitely jumped a shark into some shit that we can't even have a reasonable conversation. You got non singers talking about octaves and shit like that. I'm like, look, man, I don't need to be a vocal genius or have sang in the choir, nothing like that, to know that Brandy does not have the range of Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, and Prince. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't have to be that technical. So but that's where we're at right now. Me, I'm Team Monica. I told you that I like Monica's songs more. I like her presence more. I'd rather see Monica more than I see Brandy. And I think that Monica is going to win. I think it's going to be like a two chains thing where people thought that two chains is going to lose, but then they realized they heard the music. Like, damn, yeah, two chains is getting it. And I think it's going to be the same for Monica and Brandy. Yeah, you you just uh, touched on some good stuff in there. Like, a lot of times we make this stuff deeper than it has to be for whatever reason. And then you have people that come with all these technical terms trying to wow people and all this shit. Like, motherfucker ain't never played a B-flat concert scale, but they know all <laughs> about all this other mumbo-jumbo they be talking about. <clears throat> so, really, all that shit just end up being rhetoric at the end of the day. But um, I think it'll be cool. Like, it should just be entertaining. But it's it's just so funny when people take that shit, like, uber serious, especially, like, if they don't know music besides just turn on the radio in their car. That should be funny. Motherfucker ain't never sung in the church choir. Ain't never played the triangle in kindergarten or shit. But they know music when it comes to these damn battles, boy. And I will say this before J. Joe comes in and shits on all of us. As much as I like Monica and I like Brandy, I don't think Neil one of these motherfuckers got twenty songs apiece. So no, <clears throat> Monica got uh, her. She had 20, her discography 20. is longer because she's still still making no, songs no, 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 like no, no, two three no, years no, no, ago. No, 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 no. See, I made this comment on Facebook. Just because you got a catalog, don't mean you got a catalog. You can have songs. I mean, a lot of motherfuckers got songs. There are niggas you went to fam with who got songs. But that don't mean you got songs. Like, once we get 10 deep into this shit, what Monica and Brandy songs are we listening to? And if we are listening to songs, are we, what audience is that? I mean, that's an audience that's so tuned in to Monica or Brandy where they love them. They've listened to every piece of Monica and Brandy music and it doesn't matter. But the majority of people, majority of people can't name 20 Monica songs and can't name 20 Brandy songs. Well, I will say this. Like, I don't know what radio... I mean, I guess niggas don't really listen to radio like that no more, but the radio station here in Orlando is 94.5 where you want to hear some old nigga shit. If I want to hear, like, One Wish by Ray J, if I want to hear some good um, Fantasia Barino, I listen to 94, Star 94.5. And that's the station that you go to if you want to hear Love All Over Me by Monica um, once every other day. Um, that shit's still in heavy rotation for the adult contemporary nigga, nigga radio, so... That's their that's lane at this point. They both, like, you know, they 40. That's that's the lane, you know what I'm saying? So they have music that they still play out. Well, I don't know about Brandy. Brandy's last album was trash. But I didn't know she came out with an album. Huh? I didn't know she came out with an album. She came out with an album, like, maybe a month ago. And it, yeah. It, it, it wasn't good or nothing. Yeah. But... If I gave you fifty dollars right now, could you name twenty Monica songs? Right, I was about to say you just wanted to interrupt this nigga to give like radio drops, like the nigga said. <laughs> I'm just saying that's a that's a lane. But I'm saying, but that's not what the question was. He was like, he was saying like, 
I doubt anybody can name 20 of either, which is a good point. But I still want to know what uh, 5,000, uh, Team Monica, Team Brandy. <clears throat> um, really, neither. I'm not really that intimately you familiar you with what they were. Somebody told me uh, one of Monica's songs, and I don't forget it already. And I was like, "Oh, that's that song." And they was like, "Yeah, fuck it, I, I say Monica." <laughs> well, all y'all trash. All three. Yeah, y'all. Okay. God, I thought you was gonna be two and two. All right. So, <sighs> first off, uh, looks like we did. Not looks like we did a poll. I did a poll. It was me this time on who pe- who the people were choosing: Team Monica, Team Brandy. Monica won by like three votes. Uh, it was like 53 to 47%, something like that. Um, like I said, all the women who picked Monica definitely still smoke black and miles. Uh, definitely um, still wear jersey dresses and have a nigga's name tattooed somewhere on their body. Uh, let me get that out the way. Jersey dresses uh, were awesome, by the way. I don't know why they, y'all. They were, they were I don't know why y'all say that negatively. I love. A jersey. Yeah. I too. The, like. chicks, the chicks that wear jersey dresses still uh, wear them to church. So you can definitely find a Monica fan. That's in a not jersey true. I think church. that's a good. If, if you can find an all black jersey with no team on it, that's a, a not a bad church outfit. You can put a hat on. What yeah, they wear of? fitted hats too. Yeah. If you get like and, a, a jersey. The bad J's. Like, not the like. Yeah. The new ones? Uh, no, nah, they were like. The ones you get at Value City? Yeah, was, a jersey, yeah, a been. jersey dress with a tone on tone dove embroidered on the front. You might have some. Yeah. <clears throat> I like the jersey dresses that um, they got like the team, the city name and the colors, but not the team name. <laughs> and not officially licensed. <laughs> he just says New York, but right. he can't even do it. With Nike, yeah, like yeah, New York with blue and orange, <laughs> but it doesn't say Nick. So no, I, I don't think any city does that more than Chicago. I see so many. <laughs> Chicago, Chicago twenty three, yeah, <laughs> Jersey dress, still a rotation. Uh, but no, Brandy definitely has range. Uh, I'm not gonna say she has unmatched range. That'd be dumb, but she definitely has range. She definitely can sing. Um, and I just I like Brandy songs more. Uh, again, I'm a little older than y'all, man. So maybe it might be a generational thing where her her songs maybe hit. Hit in a time where they, they were supposed to hit in Monica songs. I don't know, because... We were all of an age where they can hit yeah, in 94. Just one of those days, which was about a girl on a period. period. Yeah. Um, that hit... No, they had, that was young. So I guess they maybe they did come out at the same time. They did. But, um, no, I, I just I just like Brandy songs. I don't know if I told y'all this one time. It's like Essence Festival. And like she, she was there like like an opening act type thing, and like oh, we'll just see what happens. And like she tore that bitch down. Like I was like, oh shit, Brandy got hits, 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 hits. So I'll be excited, excited to see that. Um, as far as hits, hits, hits. All right, that's five hits. Um, <laughs> never say never is a better album than Full Moon for everybody that's listening. So I don't know why they went to Full Moon if they were trying to say. Because Angel in Disguise, a boy's mind, almost doesn't count. All that shit was on uh, Never Say Never. So, we'll see, man. Um, Who win the fight? Uh, Brandy gonna win. What? Monica gonna have a pistol on her first time. Imagine she's murdered several right. people with her, her Here we mind. go. I, I, knew somebody, I knew somebody was gonna say some shit and it was gonna be Chef. Brandy's a living, breathing sociopath of 
evil energy and murder half the had yeah, she do that. She do that to innocence. But Monica gonna have to file on her. Okay, first off, Monica not playing that shit. Okay, Monica shoot Brandy in a. It ain't no vehicle in there for her to run Monica over. Well, Monica's like stole on Brandy in real life though before. And that she ain't she ain't scared to steal on her ass again on national television. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the over under on these niggas? I'm having a having an altercation. Is this gonna be the verse, niggas? Like start having attitudes and going off. You got to yeah, give us a number for Brandy. Right so Brandy, Brandy's not. Um, she don't want that smoke. She she ain't about that that fisticuff life. What? Of, of that. Brandy? Oh, you saying Brandy's not about this that fisticuff is, life? Are you exactly right? Okay. <laughs> Brandy, okay. like Brandy fans, those are the chicks that always are, are the like the. I've never done this before, chicks, and like yeah. end up like gobbling. Nasty as fuck. Yeah, them, them the brand. So okay. no, she's not. Plus, uh, Monica got this chip on her shoulder right now because she be- beefing with Master P, and she's trying to get C Murder out and all that shit. So yeah, she she going through some shit right now. She don't want she, Brandy don't want to fight her. Monica looking fine recently. She posted some pictures, but like so first of all, that little draws above the the waistline shit that chick be doing. I love that shit. She did one of them like type of shoots. That was awesome, by the way. It only affirmed recently. Her. Yeah, like uh, a, week or, a week or two ago. You talking about like Ali used to do with the boxers, or you talking about like yeah, panties? it was like that. But you know, like the high waist panties with only the band, and the band comes up above the oh, waistline. Yeah, yeah, like that. It was outstanding. Go check that out. Uh, I prefer the bodysuit, the sag, the bodysuit with the sagging pants. That's more so my. That's I what she did. That's what I'm looking at. Right. That's yeah. the, that's the I like that as well. I like that as well. But you and Chef like a little stud in y'all's. Chicks, I mean, I, I, little tomboy action is yeah, it's yeah, yeah, like a chick. <laughs> we already been through the whole. <laughs> How you trying to slip off a girl's <laughs> basketball shorts? We been through that. <laughs> 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 okay. How y'all? How y'all? I didn't, you know, what I'm saying. Make your chub go down, man. We <laughs> you gotta undo a drawstring. You know? <laughs> Don't even worry about it. All women under under the pants. I know, I know. It's all women under the pants. Oh man. So going, oh yeah. So going back to Monica, man. And um, what's funny is that I listen to. Uh, there are no other podcasts, but it's a popular uh, uh, thing that people listen to. Um, they brought this point up, and it was the same point that I was going to break up here. That's why I hate listening to shit before we come on here. But it was like, um, did y'all watch the No Limit doc and shit? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, so um, great documentary, you know what I'm saying? Show's beginning, Master P is a fucking, you know, a nigga who was way before his time. Uh, a nigga was, nigga was putting out like 20 albums a year, and them shits were going platinum. I didn't realize, like, fucking Mr. Servon went fucking platinum. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know Mr. Servon went platinum either. And he was oh, alright, but I didn't know he was so that alright. Like, like, like I, had I knew, I knew Mr. Servon like went platinum. I knew he went platinum. I think what happened, they had some good albums, and then they got rolling, so then you're like, like somebody like Mr. Servon, like, oh, that nigga rolled that one verse on Master P shit, so now I'm gonna go get his, you know what I'm saying? Like, they they definitely had the juice, and they had a formula. So it became like cats I knew who listened to No Limit listened to No Limit because it was No Limit, and you like collected 
the albums that you listen to. Like, yeah, I know you listening to Mystical, but you just, like, that's beginner shit, right? You're not on this Mr. Servon, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what niggas did. Like, they got every single album, and it became like a competition, like baseball cards and shit. And I think that's why that model is what got them so many, got them so many listens and so many purchases, man, because it was like collecting. Right. And, I mean, and they were putting out good product, you know what I'm saying? Like, fucking, uh, what was it, Beats by the Pound? Like, the yeah. production was tight. And they showed that Mia X was recruiting niggas, so she recruited yeah. Mystical and fucking Mac and Fiend, yeah. nigga, like, fucking yeah. Mac albums, nigga, like, Shell shot was yeah, that shit, boy. That's what I'm saying. Like, they niggas were putting that shit together. But what was crazy, it was just funny. Not funny. It was actually more inspiring. Seeing Master Pete, like, not giving a fuck and just trying, nigga. He, like, yeah. just show, throw shit at the wall. See what stick, yeah. what would stick or what stuck. And, like, even to this day, this nigga doing fucking noodles, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fucking rap snacks. So, uh, I fuck thing, with him. Another thing I guess we're going to get into it is. He really held his family down. Like, they didn't really have the talent and skill. Like, he just was like, I'm going to make it work for everybody. Everybody's going to be successful. And I think they got lost in the shuffle as of late. Right. So, that's what a lot of beef has been about um, with his family. I know, like, nieces and nephews are saying that, like, the nigga ain't helping out. And when Big Mama died, they had to scrap, uh, get money together by, by the tombstone or headstone. Uh, Master P is saying he's tired of being an ATM for niggas. So yeah, it's really got messy for yeah. the for the Miller family. <clears throat> and in the middle, like a nigga threw Monica Dave in there and be like, "Shit, man, she just got divorced." Cause see, Murder wrote something about Monica holding him down and shit like that. And he, he was like, "Man, did she just get divorced?" But Monica wrote some shit like, "Like that nigga C Miller, I'm C Miller." C Murder is like the realest nigga, most whatever nigga she's ever met, and all X Y Z X Y Z. And I'm like, well, goddamn, how uh, Shannon, uh, what's the nigga name? Her ex husband? Oh, Shannon Brown. Shannon yeah, Shannon Brown. Brown. I'm like, goddamn, bitch. Like, what the fuck was I? Like, at what people point? Always, like, that's your, people always like, do that shit though. Like, I've seen that play out with people that we know. Like, motherfuckers, and the new person is so awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, but she's talking about the old person, like the nigga before me. <laughs> like, yeah, so you was like, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. But now he's the new guy. He's like, he's back. It's just one back around now. Nah, man. Is she still with Shannon Brown or she's single? They, they, no, he divorced. Yeah, she's divorced. But don't be talking about the nigga before me. Like, he was the best nigga in the world. And right. hold on, I've I, I just been with you 15 years. Like, what the fuck was I the whole time? That's probably but, the no, shit that, no, that's no, probably the shit that Will no, Smith got to deal with. But let me, but, I mean, one day we'll talk about this. But mm, most chicks have like one nigga in their life that if he pop back up, like he drop everything for and go go with. Most niggas and do too, a, huh? Huh? No, what? I don't think I don't think Ooh. niggas have that. Ooh, oh, niggas got the one that got away now. It don't be the same for. Not, not, not. It may be Sally Mae Broadnack from the third grade, but it's gonna be somebody. Yeah, Sally be like gained fifty thousand pounds and she got several children. I'm not saying, but no, because because it's an emotional. Have you ever seen a chick that not seen? (laughs) Have you ever seen a chick that made you emotional? (laughs) (laughs) No, been a a chick that's been with the same dude since high school, like. Because they've grown together like that, 
like that nigga, like basically like owns her soul. And I hate to say something like that, but it's to the point where like if the that's that's why they don't leave. Them be the niggas that treat them the fucking worst. Yeah, because right because they know they're not going anywhere because they've been together for so long, and it's really hard for women like that to leave dudes like that, or the you know. Their first college college love that they were with and thought it was gonna be forever. Like it's right. it's a lot of different scenarios, but a lot of women have a lot of niggas that like if yeah, they was like, hey, I fucked up. I'm trying to get with you. You know what I'm saying? They they drop and be with. You right. <clears throat> it'd be the worst. It'd be the worst nigga too. So yeah, you right. To back up for a second though, uh, when you said they was like ragging on Master P about not wanting to help pay for the uh, dress that the lady was buried in and all of that kind of stuff. It was another article I ran across over the weekend. Not an article, it was like an interview. I forgot who it was, though. But they were saying, like, you know, kind of, there was a period where No Limit wasn't making money like that. So P didn't just really have money to blow. I don't know if the time frames match up, but it could have been that time because, you know, I ain't never well, they- been wealthy, but seems like you wouldn't trip about stuff like that. And maybe he was just trying to cover up the fact that he didn't really have it. Well, they were saying that on the dock, like, he had shifted his focus away from music. So, now he's shooting movies. Now this nigga is trying to be in the NBA. This nigga's building fucking sports plexes in Baton Rouge. You know what I'm saying? So, his bread and butter is suffering. Them niggas, not, they not going on tour. They not making that type of money. So, you know, they said, I mean, even in the, in the shit, his shit focus. And it got to the point, then the nigga, like, um... I don't know if that nigga claimed bankruptcy or filed for bankruptcy, but I know that his ex-wife was trying to get money. He was like, I don't have no money because he put everything in Romeo name. So it was one of those. I remember that shit uh, a couple of years back that she was trying to get money from him. So he might not have had it because, I, yeah, I don't see him tripping on, you know, try, getting by a big mama dress. But, yeah, it's sad when you see, like, um, he had the potential of just having generational wealth, which I guess he still has because I guess his kids are straight. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. It seems like... I don't think Silk has any kids. I, don't think they I ain't never heard of him having no kids. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an ugly situation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but I hope that C. Murray got out of prison. Um, I don't know how, how the aftermath is going to look. I mean, if their family is starting to fracture or whatever, but it's got hope for the best thing. But it seems like that's the I mean, everybody's focused, though. Even as fragmented as everything is, Free C. Miller's was on everybody's mind, so hopefully Kim Kardashian can do something about it. That's a, that's a funny sentence. Yeah. Um, but speaking of saving niggas, um, apparently Meg the Stallion saved um, Tory Lanez from getting um, arrested or and or shot because she claimed last week that that nigga did shoot her. But she wasn't going to snitch on to the police because she wanted to protect him from being harmed because there was a gun in their car. Now, this is a new chapter in this story that seems very strange. I know my my position is fairly consistent in that. I'm like, well, a nigga needs to be put under the the prison and then kicked out of America once his prison sentence is over with. I think he he shot the girl and he was dead-ass wrong for it. But this is a crazy situation. Um... And now it's become a situation where the, the narrative has been uh, black women have always saved niggas. And it's become another uh, war of the sexes. Uh, what do you all think? I, I don't want to get in trouble for this shit. But it's fine. You're, you're either. I mean, 
black women have always saved niggas, but niggas stay in trouble. So I don't know how good the fucking saving is going, but we appreciate all the saving that we can get. But I don't. I don't like the keeping score shit. Like, everything that we do now, it's like women, women protect black men, but black men don't protect women, so on and so forth. I saw the other week, people like, see, black men let Meg down again. And I'm like, look, man, bitch, I don't know Meg the Stallion. Is her name even Megan? Like, I don't know Megan. Like, I don't know what I can do in my little piece of job to protect Megan. Like, what am I going to do on my little Facebook page to protect Megan? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get that, you know, and we have this rhetoric going back and forth. People actually believe this shit and feed into this and invest emotional energy into do I protect black men and do black black men protect me? And how did this motherfucker respond to the Meg the Stallion incident? Like there are relationships that are going on right now, like pre-emergent relationships. And the woman is looking at how this nigga is reacting to the Meg the Stallion situation to foresee how their relationship is going to go. That is going on in America right now. And that baffles me. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand how I can protect somebody I don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for me to protect people that I do know. You know what I'm saying? JJ was in fucking New Orleans. But if some shit pop off in New Orleans, would you dare protect JJ? This nigga is hundreds of miles away from me. How can I protect this nigga? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't understand shit like that. And then we got the J.R. Smith shit on top of that. And that blows my mind, too. And I'm like, this is a retarded situation. So can you... Can you what you what J.R. retarded? No, because J.R. Smith came out of nowhere. And they talking about... He talking about, yeah, uh, that's... A, uh, Tory Lanez is a whole-ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Tell whatever to holler at me or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, he gonna do something about the situation. And I'm like... So J.R. Smith is that nigga. He's about to go and beat this nigga ass, put hands on him, put tool on him, whatever. And I'm like, J.R. Smith is probably one of the most toxic niggas, if we're using the female definition of toxic, that there is. So why is it that toxicity is so fucking bad until we need a toxic nigga to do what we want to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, J.R. Smith, like, the way you want to raise these sons, like, don't hit, don't fight, use your words and cry and eat soy and toy tofu, that ain't J.R. Smith. You don't get to J.R. Smith by doing that type of shit. So what is it that we want? Do you want your sons to grow up to be J.R. Smith, like J.R. Smith? That non-toxic shit, the non-toxic Crayola Crayon shit is not going to get you to J.R. Smith. That's a toxic type nigga. Everybody wants a toxic, everybody, nobody wants a toxic nigga until it's time to be toxic. Now everybody's cool with J.R. Smith going to put hands on a nigga, you know what I'm saying, shooting a nigga, whatever the fuck this nigga's insinuating he's going to do. And everybody's cool with that. You know what I'm saying? That's just an added layer on top of this shit. And I don't know, I don't, I don't know how to make heads or tails of the, of the stupidity and what side we're supposed to be on in this Meg Thee Stallion type of situation. I do think it's fucked up that she got shot. I do think that Tory Lanez is a whole ass nigga. I do think that nigga should be persecuted to the fullest extent of the law, but the other peripheral shit around this regarding protect Meg and Meg protecting black men and all of this, to me, that's largely bullshit. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. That part of it, as far as being bullshit, because there's, there's, I feel like she's excusing. She, she, she was kind of saying she said she had conflicting statements. So she first said that. 
Like you need to like men need to protect women. Like that's what she said initially before she said that nigga shot her, right? And that she was putting out Easter eggs saying like you need to protect women and look out for women, which is you know that's a fair statement. But you also need to look out for yourself. Like Uh-oh. you no, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If a nigga if a nigga shoots you, he needs to be punished for shooting you. You can't let him get away with that. He committed a crime. And I think, I mean, I think we lose that in the shovel. I understand where I tried to understand her point of view as far as, um, okay, I did there was a gun in the car. I didn't want, want him to get shot. Maybe it's, you didn't want anybody, none of y'all to get shot because nine times out of 10, if you tell the police, there was a gun in the car, the, the police is fucking crazy. They'll kill everybody in the car. I get that point of view. But once you get out of the car and you clear, you gotta be like, this nigga tried to shoot me because I had an argument with him and walked away. You gotta tell on that nigga because he committed yes. a crime. If, if you oh, shoot, man, it, I mean, go ahead, Chijo. So that's, that's that's easy. That's easy to say, like from outside looking in, right? <clears throat> but apparently they had something. She cared for the nigga. You might <laughs> not fuck with the nigga, but you might not want that nigga to go to jail for fifteen years. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things, like okay. He the passion. We don't know if she had something to do with it. Nigga, you fought your gay uncle. Remember? Like, that shit that shit could have gone left. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that like, people fight with loved ones all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. niggas, well, that nigga shot me, I'd be like, you gotta put this nigga under jail. Maybe. No, ain't no maybe. I so, like, so, niggas get cut. I mean... But if you shoot a motherfucker, one or two things is gonna happen. I either gotta shoot you back, or I gotta call the police. That's one... You got to go to jail and you got to get shot yourself. Like, that's not a no harm, no foul. You don't get a mulligan on shooting a nigga. No, you don't. Exactly. I agree. That's what I'm saying. If you shoot me and that shit wasn't an accident, I'm telling the police. (laughs) Sorry. Pretty quick. I think it's pretty cut and dry. I I can't see any other. I mean, no, I, I I can understand. I can understand that rationale, you know, because instantly, okay, like, we always talk about, oh, this person was unarmed, blah, 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 blah. But when she calls and said, I've been shot, now we know somebody is armed, and that shit probably is going to jump off. You know right. what I'm saying? But like you say, get your space or whatever, but knock on wood, I ain't never been shot. So you probably ain't thinking about all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just need medical attention or whatever. And he, and the Meg was protecting black men. So, and this is when I get my sister soldier on. A nigga that shoots you is not the black man you need to protect. Why are right. you protecting a black man that shoots you? Like yeah, fuck nigga. that's not yeah, yeah, that's not that's not the good side. You know what I'm saying? And you and you shouldn't get credit for that. Like stop trying to get credit for protecting a nigga that shot a chick. Like that's not the nigga to protect. Protect the nigga that's worth protecting. Like, I, like that shit is asinine to me. Like, see, look, we protect black men. Bitch, you fucking crazy. That's your pro that's your problem now. Y'all want to protect the nigga that shoots you. Mm, you want to protect the nigga that a, put his fucking a, hands on you. Y'all want to protect them niggas. Protect the niggas that deserve being protected, not the fuck niggas. Yeah, because yeah, we so, getting yelled at. We the ones getting yelled at. Like, I protect my wife and my daughter. And they're like, nah, but you got to protect Keisha. I'm like, I don't even know that motherfucker, dog. <laughs> Why are you mad, me, mad at me about Keisha? I don't even know her like that. So, so a couple points to that. So, yeah, I hate the fact that it's popular now, but... Like, what J.R. Smith is doing, like, man, fuck that nigga Tory Lane, nigga, tell that nigga come see me. Like, dog, like, now it's popular to just to 
lash out at this nigga, right? So it's been all types of like niggas talking about let Tory Lanez come see me type shit. You want to pull out a gun on women, they can pull out. But like, Nick, right? <laughs> but right, but not just that. It's like, but your homeboy been beating up his girlfriend for how many years? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you want to, you don't know Meg, but you know right. your homeboy beat women. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. so in the big picture, like, like yeah, niggas do need to keep an eye out. Like, I don't think any of my friends are cool with niggas who beat on their old ladies, but. It could be a wake up call for some of these niggas to be like, oh man, you know that's that's you know, that's that's not cool. Or even like, it's good to just have an awareness now. Like, if you see a nigga just talking crazy to his chick, like in the middle of a party, you know what I'm saying? Just shit like that. Whereas we've learned that something that we have done in the mm-hmm. past, we don't do anymore because they have been, for lack of a better word, toxic. So letting shit like that ride, like nigga, that ain't my relationship. That ain't you know what I'm saying. That ain't me or whatever. Yeah, now nah, maybe you should be like, da 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 da. That's not cool if you haven't done that before. But all this jumping on Tory Lanes, like when you have real life shit that you can deal with, I think that's that's not cool. Like now you're just doing it because it's popular. I seen the little um, whatever the name of the dude that be doing the show with uh, Melissa Ford. Like, but where was where was all this when? Chris Brown was three piece in Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? Niggas were like, tell Chris Brown to come see me and all that shit. Like, you're doing it now because it's popular. So, shit just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Let's not re adjudicate Chris Brown and Rihanna, though. But that's, that wasn't a cut yeah. and dry situation. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't want to. I agree. So, so you said that in some, in some, <laughs> so you say that, like, sometimes it's, it's all right to. No, 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 I'm not saying that. No, I'm not saying that. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. But with the white voice at Gmail. But right, you know, what would I? What would I? It's gonna. It's gonna. I think. I. I mean, it would be fair to say that Chris Brown's trajectory in his career was definitely affected. I mean, I mean, that's a part of the game. Like he, he did what he did, and that's that was the punishment. Like he ain't what he could have been. Well, no, yeah, I don't. No, I, no, I, I think he still ended up being what he could have been. Now, don't get it twisted. Chris Brown is one of the biggest things in entertainment. Period. Um, yeah, like, yeah, but he he definitely <laughs> lost fans though, like white fans. Well, like he 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 wasn't. He stopped being yeah. a pop icon as he was headed yeah. to be. And we talk, and we talk about this. How many different. followers does he have? Like sixty million or something like that. Like he, it's insane. Uh, but. To me, we were talking about this, and I'm saying, you know, you got Chris Brown, you got Breezy now. Would Breezy have been born, this this Chris Brown that we get now, this bad boy, would that have been born if there was no uh, Chris Brown, Rihanna situation? At least to the extent no, that it is he would have been like Mel Beyonce. He would have been like a, a super pop star. No, he was headed that way anyway because of, you, you know, so? drugs, nigga. And oh, yeah. <laughs> right. But... He he probably wouldn't have been as defiant as he is now. Like he kind of does have like a don't give a fuck attitude. I think he would have still cared some, and would have still wanted to perform at the Grammys. You know, after all this shit. Yeah, I mean, I think Chris Brown is Teflon now. I mean, his image is at a point now where it's like he doesn't give a fuck, like you said, and he's already a bad boy. What can you really say about Chris Brown at this point in his career? He really just makes music, and if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Fuck you. That's. Kind of where we're at. 
Hey, since we're talking about people hating wood, why were people hating wood earlier this week? So I think it was something he said about the whole... What did you say, what did you say in the last podcast? It's, it's always something that I said. So I think it was the last podcast that we had. I talked about women regressing to uh, the activities that men do, right? We were talking about... I forget what sparked it, but I was like, why are women all of a sudden trying to do the things that men do. And if women are the superior and the graceful species, the gender, which I think that they are, and I agree with that, why are they trying to be more like men? That seems like regression. And we had a couple of members of the pod, you know, a couple of listeners saying, oh, well, you know, regressive, you know, women are just expressing their, you know, their sexual, what is it? Um, They're owning their sexuality or whatever. I think that's an easy out. Uh, I think that was something that they just saw the linebacker creeping and they thought it was a blitz just because of that. And I don't think that was the case. I thought it was a situation huh. where they didn't understand everything that I was saying in totality. I give it. I qualify the statement. Women are the superior gender. They are the more graceful gender, which is why I don't understand why women want to be and act more like men. So I look at it like this, right? I do not, me as a person, I do not like thieves. I hate thieves. Therefore, I do not steal. I do not like people who lie. I do not like uh, things like that. Therefore, I do not lie or I try not to lie within reason, right? So if you don't like something, you typically don't want to do that, right? Mm -hmm. So we get into a situation where women say that they hate men that objectify women and all of these things. But then they turn around and objectify men. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense because if you don't like something, you typically don't want to embody the thing that you don't like. Unless it's not about not liking it. It's about you don't like the fact that one party can do it and you can't. At that point, it's not about the act. It's about the fact that there's exclusivity on doing what it is that you want to do, which is objectifying men. So we're talking about WAP. WAP is where it came from. Wet ass pussy or whatever. That's where where it came from. And it was like, that's cool. I have nothing against aggressive women who want to be sexually aggressive. I like it. I actually prefer it. I love a sexually aggressive woman. But then we get to a point where we're getting, we're talking about, I need to fuck a fucking nigga with money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm only fucking with a nigga who got money. I'm robbing a nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get the cash from him. That's objectifying men. You know what I'm saying? You may not think so, but that's objectifying men. You're only looking at men for the value of money that they have in their pockets. And if you are cool with that, if you are cool with objectifying men for the amount of money that they have, only fucking with niggas who have that amount of money, you are objectifying men and you have no problem with the objectification of either men or women. You only have a problem with the fact that one side can do it and one can't. And that's regression because it's not the fact that you don't like that shit and that men are wrong. You just want to be able to do it too. And you want to act more like men. And if you go back to what I've said, women are the more graceful and more superior gender. And the fact that you want to act more like the inferior gender is Biden definition regression. That's all I was saying. That makes perfect sense to me. I guess I'll have to be mad at me next week, too. Because I, like, I don't have an argument for that. I mean, but if you think about it, it plays out. So besides genders, like people, whether it adds value to them or their experiences or not they just want to do shit that other people are doing like even if even if it don't like oh well they can you know do whatever insert some menial task here why well, i can't do that 
And so that's we're always as a society, especially these days, we're always pushing the envelope and like, well, what about such and such? They be doing whatever, whatever. I can't even think of a good example because, like I said, a lot of that stuff be trivial. But yeah. you know, oh, this dude mess with. 10 girls why i can't mess with 10 guys why would you want to you know what i'm saying just for the sake of saying you did it like you know it's kind of silly to me but i think the issue is people assume all things all things should be created equally and everything should be even across the board in society and that's just not the case like we all have our own roles to play like the whole i think we've had the discussion around everyone going to college not everyone's supposed to go to college like there's there's like you you were maybe you were meant to be an electrician because that's something that's valuable and maybe that's something that you have a natural talent for. Like you don't you don't need fifty million lawyers in the world. Like everyone has a, a role to play and there's something that something for everyone and that's kinda how society's built so we could all kinda rely upon each other. And people tend to like just forget about that shit like like the world was designed to be a specific way for a reason. Like it wasn't just by happenstance, so I mean, I agree with everything you said. Me, honestly and truly, in my heart of hearts, I hate, I hate scorekeeping. You know what I'm saying? Like, men or women. You know what I'm saying? It's like, everything that we do now has a score attached to it. Well, do you cook? Well, do you do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I did X, Y, and Z last week. Did you do X, Y, and Z? Like, well, I watched the kids last week, Monday and Tuesday, but you didn't watch them on Wednesday and Thursday. You only watched them Wednesday and half a Thursday. There's a half a day missing. Like, that type of <laughs> shit, man, it's like, that's no way to run relationships. And I see a lot of that. I see a lot of scorekeeping. And this relationship shit is not a zero-sum game. When we die, when we go to the earth, it's not going to be 50-50. The scales are not going to be balanced. And you got to be okay with that. If you're not okay with that, you can't be in a relationship. You might die if you did 60 and he did 40. And you got to be happy with that. Because if you can't, you can't be in a relationship. You're going to resent that nigga and he's going to end up resenting you. Because on Thursday, it's it's 52 and 48. And the, the scales ain't balancing. Your panties is in a bunch. It don't work like that. No relationship works like that. And I don't understand why relationships all of a sudden in 2020, 2019, whatever the fuck it is, have begun this these scales. You know what I'm saying? Everything that we do on a micro level, Monday through Friday, is some sort of fucking scale. I did this and he has to do this. And people get upset. Like People will really get upset because they did something on Monday and by Wednesday, there's not a reciprocating act that is counterbalanced what they did on Monday. And that's like ending relationships like that. Like people have problems with that. And that like to me, that boggles the mind because nowhere in nature does that occur. It, it, it's insane that men and women are acting that way towards each other in, in this day. And yep. <clears throat> we should be coming together. Like Again, just as a society and especially as African-Americans in society, uh, we need to do less things that are uh, pushing each other apart and it just it don't always have to be this us versus them thing because everything is so like blanket statement absolutes true for all cases when it's really not like oh men these days don't know how to do this that and the third women these days don't do this and do that and that's it's not true <laughs> and it's not fair really because you have people defending themselves against these fucking stereotypes that you be done made up in your head 
Um, so that was some nice grown man bars. So speaking of grown man bars, Nas came out with a new album. Yes, sir. And and I'm and I, I I loved it personally. Like um, I think it's like I'm 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 just really feeling the fact that hip hop is hip hop is getting so old now to the point where there are several layers and versions of hip hop. Like it's not like one genre of music i mean i think they should start really splitting it out like they would split out any sort of other white music i mean because i would put him and jay-z in the same category uh rick ross where it's like it's adult contemporary rap where they talk it like my nigga was rapping about drinking alkaline water and cherries to get rid of the gout i was like nigga i got i get the gout sometimes <laughs> I, I get that shit sometimes yeah. and, and i do have to eat them cherries to get that get that shit up off me so i was like nigga this shit hella relatable like nigga like the firm came in and talked about their relationships and shit. Like it was, it was some, it was some shit that's more relatable to me. I, honestly, I, niggas make jokes about, it, but I can't listen to a lot of this new rap because I don't know what they're saying. First of all, but secondly, like the shit don't relate to me because I'm I'm damn near forty years old and I just don't I don't be feeling it. You know what I'm saying? But this is stuff. This was music I could listen to. The production was great, and it was it was relatable, and I understood what he was saying. And it was it was a good listen, man. I mean, have y'all been have y'all heard the album yet? Yeah, I heard it. Um, so for me, Nas is probably one of my probably my favorite artists. I mean, I think he's the perfect MC. Um, I mean, Tupac is great, but Tupac is really kind of a Tupac is more charisma than MC. You know what I'm saying? Like the package that came with Pac was a lot more than just rapping, which was kind of which is what made him so great. Uh, Biggie as well, but. I mean, if it comes down to the pure, I think Nas is more pure, you know what I'm saying, than Biggie, even though both are titans in the game. I just love Nas. I'm a fan of Nas. Um, but to your point, man, like, I don't know when this started. Um, it might have been with Drake. I'm not sure it is. But there's a lot more relatable rap, you know what I'm saying? Like, people are, are you, you know, rapping about shit, like you said, the gout, you know, uh, Drake talking about Wi-Fi codes. I mean, that, I think that's a newer thing that we're seeing. And I love the lyrics from Nas because it's a lot of shit that, I live in my life, you know, things that, you know, I understand it's not being a millionaire selling drugs because I can't relate to any of them sort of things. And I think that's great. You know what I'm saying? There's something we can relate to. But secondly, um, Nas has never been known for his production, right? It's typically a New York beat, you know, kind of repetitive type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Somebody did and that's it. And he raps over it. You know what I'm saying? He's a lyrical genius. But he has some really good production in this and it's like at one point in time after i did the rundown hearing what he had to say i just had it on the background and i'm not really listening to what's being said i'm just listening to the music there's some good music in there you know what i'm saying and it's like not only is it just the lyrics it's also production with this album and i really appreciate Nas for this um i think it's a um, a really good album i hope more younger cats listen to this album and get appreciation for Nas um because they're probably not going to go back and listen to illmatic and you know, and you know, saying I am and shit like that. But I think they should. I think they should definitely get this and get an appreciation for Nas. I don't know if they will. It would be like me being in college or some shit like that. You telling me to go listen to Rock Kim, even though I probably would, but I'd probably be drunk and not really appreciate it. All right. Um. So yeah, I just thought it was all right. Um. I guess because I had I had high expectations. Um. Because Hit Boy, I thought was gonna kind of push Nas out of the Nas production lane and maybe push him out of 
his comfort zone, but it sounded like Hit Boy made beats for Nas. Like he wanted to make Nas type beats. Yeah. Which is cool, but to me it was um it was it's kinda of like I, I don't know. I, I had really high expectations. So Lies Lies. Nas is always gonna be like a lyrical genius. Um now you gonna hit the button. All this fucking up niggas been doing this always on me, huh? All right. Um, but no, he, he's always gonna be lyrical. He's always gonna have something to say, and uh, he's always gonna be an A one storyteller. Um, but we know all of this. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, it um, it's cool to listen to. Like, uh, I probably the first time I listened to it, I was in the gym, so it's definitely not gym music. I'm gonna let y'all niggas know that shit. But at all. Um, but I did listen to it in the car on a Sunday and, you know, it makes you appreciate the grown man bars, uh, if you're a grown ass man. So it's cool. Um, it'll probably, I'll probably listen to it on Sundays, um, just cause I just like lyrics and I want to get like all the gems that it's dropping. But in a couple years, oh, in a year from now, I probably won't be listening to this album like I do, like Illmatic or some of his other albums. So it's definitely worth a listen, but I wasn't, um, I wasn't as impressed as other people. As far as the uh, uh, alkaline water, um, the people who did, uh, who, who sent us the guidance whiskey, man, they have something called Hydrate the Hood, or they have these um, these cups that actually out. Al- alkalinize the water um if you google uh like a ph9 cup um so your ph balance of your water should be between like nine and ten um and even when you get bottled water it's really acidic uh if you like youtube it you can kind of see it but they're really trying to get like um these cups in like inner cities and help inner city youth and stuff like that so y'all check out hydrate the hood uh i think that's their instagram tag and they were supposed to send us all a cup but they didn't send us all but i got me one so um so alkaline water is uh, really good for you um check that out but uh, also back, to your uh, point jj yeah, you're trying to buck the equipment line right, right. but they but i mean no nah, so take that off the cup probably worth about 20 dollars so take that off <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. yeah to your That's point jj I, uh, I too probably will not listen to this album in a year from now but it's probably not because this album is weak. It's because the strength of an album like Life is Good, which is still in my rotation. Life is Good is, is a masterpiece down there. Yeah. I mean, so that's just still relatable. And see, and to me, I thought this was going to be more so along uh, the lines of like a 444. You know what I'm saying? But... It's more like two twenty two. That's what I say. Life um, is good is the first four forty four. Yeah, yeah I think fair. life is good is the four forty four. And see, and see, and that's what somebody else said when I when I made it, um, made that comment. So, but yeah, it's cool. The fact that so you're I mean, an MC and you've created what is this? A, 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 I'm not gonna call it classic. A very good album. Yeah. Shit, thirty years, damn near thirty years after you started rapping. Is it thirty? 2020, I guess that was 22. Nine, nine, it was 22 years, 96. Yeah. Well, let's give him 90. He was probably rapping before 96. He probably went mainstream in 96. No, no, he was. Well, oh, yeah, he was Ilmat- yeah, Ilmatic did drop in 96. But he was probably rapping before that. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, right. a, I'm giving him the oh. early 90s, right? 
early yeah. 90s to Life is Good dropped in 2012. That's 20 years, you know what I'm saying? In rap years, that's that's a long-ass fucking time, right? Is Future going to drop an album 20 years after whenever the fuck he came out? I mean, I, I, I don't know. He, he very well might, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, I'm impressed by him recovering from the Kanye album, because that was awful. I don't there's still think some nigga... jams on that one, though. I hated that album. Like, I think I listened to it once. Like, my thing was, my issue with it was, all the songs were like a minute, minute 30. Like, he couldn't even really, like, for Nas the lyricist, he couldn't even really get into his lyricalness because the songs were so fucking short. But Dollar Perverse, did he did he get return on investment? Oh, he probably did. Yeah, I'm not going to doubt that. So, so, Elmatic, Elmatic came out in 94. It was wrong. Okay. came out in 96. Oh, I mean, it's, you know, at some point in time, it becomes about the money. And I think the Kanye thing was a money grab for a bunch of people. It's like Dollar Perverse. I don't, I don't really need to create a masterpiece. It's got Kanye written all over it. The hype is there. Let's go get this money. Yeah, that's fair. He ain't got the money, so. But I feel like this was like, and if that's the case, that almost makes it more makes it even better because, let's say he was trying to get it was a money grab, he went back and got got his artistic integrity back with this one because this was like something. This is more what I expected. For the from the Kanye album, you know who Nas really needs to get with whoever the fuck produces for Rick Ross, whoever the fuck does Ross's albums. I don't know who yeah. that person or those people's I are. Can, uh, uh, what's the call? What's the it, um, name? The Justice League. Justice League. Justice League. Nas needs to get with Justice League and do it. Do that shit. Do that. Yeah, Justice League. But I feel like every time they do that, a great song. Every time niggas get with Nas, they want to make a beat that they feel like Nas look uh, can rap on. Like nigga, make Nas beat you halfway, nigga. Yeah, is Nas an asshole and he goes in there and only picks beats that are Nas beats? Just not like Nas beats. Yeah, that could be. I, I think he just picks Nas beats. He, he don't try to like. But don't give him Nas beats, nigga. Be like, nah, man. So we got all we got Rick Ross beats. <laughs> right, right, nigga. I want to hear Nas rap over a nigga. Like some West Coast shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Let me hear yeah. some something. Nas over that push it to the limit beat would have been. Amen. Hey, oh well. What could it be? Right, so, so next up, I mean, all right, this is a, a big shift. We had we're having the Republican National Committee this week. Last week was the Democratic National Committee. It's happening right now. My bad. Yeah, convention shit. My bad. But he don't get a fucking ding. I just gave like, him a ding. Was, Relax, man. The biggest ding, nigga. He was late. Fucking ding, please. Hold on, hold on. Let me. It ain't, ain't got to be the biggest thing. Jesus Christ. There we go. Shit. Why am I getting all these dings? Fuck you, Jake. Dings. Jay Joe filed a grievance. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shit. It's enough ding to go around. So the conventions have been taking place. Um, well, I, I'm gonna tell you my point of view. So um, it was, I don't know, it might sound fucked up. I had no interest in watching the Democratic National um, Convention last week because I already know what I'm doing as far as my voting is concerned. Uh, I wasn't expecting much in terms of hearing about a, a progressive platform for Black folks. I just knew I was like, okay, this is camp, this Kamala. And it's Joe, and that's what's up. You know, got it right on. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
so I wasn't really interested in hearing anything about that. You know what I'm saying? Just I want to kind of move forward and just vote when it's time to vote. Uh, the RNC is this week. Now, the RNC was different for me personally because um, when they put that lineup out, I was like, oh, this shit about to be a, a fuck nigga festival. I got I got to see it. I got to <laughs> get my laugh on. And and I was not disappointed, bitch. Like, like yesterday, <laughs> I was watching this shit. It was everything I thought it would be. They had Herschel Walker out there. Nigga got strong ass CTE talking about Donald Trump is my friend. And we've been friends for 37 years. We went to Disney World together. I love that nigga. And you need to love him too. He's not a racist. We had goddamn um And that nigga that nigga sounds like a free slave. Like that nigga <laughs> sounds like every slave extra in every slave movie. Didn't it? Didn't it land? That's what it sounds like. Didn't it? Didn't it land? Like, and he well, my friend. They, but they were even the other dude that spoke. Uh, he was from um, the congressman or whatever from Georgia, Brandon Jones. They all sound hella like country Flavors. like that. Yeah. And they was like whatever the article I read about it was like it made them sound more authentic and relatable to people or whatever. Because I mean that's kind of his base. Like a lot of his base probably taught like that, so kind of like country niggas. It plays, yeah, yeah, and, oh, they, and they probably want to hear niggas sound like slaves on top of that. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they all. Of, of, right. course, of course, they, they relate to. to person more, uh, uh, I say articulate, you know, <laughs> articulate than they are. You know what I'm saying? So right. yeah, put them. Yeah. Of course, they relate to slaves oh, speak. Yeah. That's how they think black people speak. Right. You're a good man, but yeah, they had that nigga. Well, who's um. Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley said there's no racism. That was great because this motherfucker, her name is Nimrata. And she goes by Nikki to have a more palatable point of view from white folks. She's a fucking cunt. I hate her. <laughs> She's definitely that. So I mean, Say it. it was, no, say it. Say it. No, I, I hate that word. She's a CNX Tuesday. I don't say that. But... <laughs> Not, now, now you go with God and all of this. Now you so no, no. I just hate, I just hate that particular word. I, I can say all the other, um, all other forms of profanity. There are no I words like that. I, there are no words that I won't call her. But she is that though. And then who else they had? Who else they had yesterday? They had I, I mean, uh, Kimberly Guilfoy that yelled at us for fifteen minutes. Like she. But I think her and Donald Jr. was on coke. Oh, there's definitely. I would say performance enhancing drugs, but their performance wasn't enhanced. But there were definitely substances involved. Yeah, I feel like they had the plate out there before they like they just kind of cracked at the plate before they got to the um to the podium. Oh yeah, this is the white people version of like the NBA. Like this is the grand stage for them. They coke up and go out there and and put on the show. Man, it was it's it's sad because we've heard this cliche, we've heard this comparison before. You know, but going back to 2016, but this is literally like watching a movie. I mean, True Blood type shit. Like, you wouldn't think that our politics, our leaders of this country, and I'm not just talking RNC, I'm talking DNC as well. Like, this is the, these are our best and brightest that are going to run this country, right? And you watch both sides and it's like, God, what a shit show. That's all I can take from it. This is a utter shit show. And I get it, blue no matter who, we're voting for Joe Biden. We we get that, okay? Everybody's going to go do that. Everybody within the sound of my voice is going to go vote for Joe Biden, uh, probably. With 95% certainty, every, most people are going to do it. But that aside, man, 
there's no impressive person. I mean, Kamala Harris included. There's nobody that's overly impressive that's going to take this country to the next level. It's a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't agree more. I feel like, and that's why I said, that's why the reason I didn't watch the DNC last week. I was like, I already know what I got to do. I'm not happy about it. I'm just, just let me just kind of, I don't want to say anything to make me feel bad about this. It was, was my, my, my thought. Anybody else watching that shit? Watching what? I don't think anybody's uh, watching, watching it. There's, watching? Nothing, there's nothing to watch. The, Politics, RNC, uh, DNC conventions. Uh, conventions. Oh, no. Oh, man. I'm not us. First of all, it's kind of, I hate not seeing the crowd. The crowd react. It's kind of watching sporting events with, like, no fucking people in the stands. Nigga. It's kind of like, uh, I kind of like to see motherfuckers get hyped and all that shit. So just watching motherfuckers give their speeches from a teleprompter from the living room. Nigga. It's just... It doesn't really move the needle for me, so uh, I'm straight. Have you noticed that in sports, JJ? What? Like the crowd's not there? I mean, I think they've done a good job. Like, I forget sometimes that there's nobody there at the stadium. You think um, they're doing a good job? So, or? so the NBA's doing uh, doing a good job of it. Um, I, the way that they pipe in the sound, I think they said it's the same people that do. Is, is it EA Sports or whoever does live or whatever? Oh, That's shit, I didn't said. know that. I yeah. know. EA is in Orlando, though, so that makes sense. That they so, so, they, so that's what they do. They use the same technology from the fucking video games to, to pump in the sound. So, no, they're doing a, a, a great job. Uh, yeah, no, no. The NBA, the NBA has kept my attention. The crazy thing is, and does it seem like the, the fucking floor is shorter? Doesn't seem like they're getting, like, back and forth way faster, like, uh, yeah, it might just be no. Nah, it it be, the floor it, it just, seems funny. It, it's like the floors that they have during the uh, the NCAA tournament, where it just looks something's just not quite right about it. I do notice that. I don't know if it's shorter or what. It's I'm just, sure because sure elevated. Sure. They elevate those. Yeah. T- they elevate the floor in the NCAA tournament. Let's that go to Five Stacks, who's our resident Five Stacks is our resident basketball expert. Yeah, I, uh, I've watched a couple <laughs> bubble games here and there, but not enough to pay attention to the floor and notice that it looks uh, looks shorter. And and the fact that they don't travel, they're not traveling. Yes. Like everybody is, it's and it's a faster game, so it's like it's like YMCA basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas are just fucking heading to the fucking hash marks every play, and you know. But it's been cool. It. It definitely didn't say as many plays being run. That's what I'm saying. And it could have, again, it could just be camera angles and shit that we're just used to and, you know, seeing different angles of the basketball game. But it it seems different, but a lot of it is the same. So, so um, I've, been, I've been watching. I got a sports question, right? And I need you guys' help on this. And I don't know if it's hype because we need things to be hyped about or if it's real. And if you don't like sports, sports, this is, sorry, skip ahead three minutes, okay? But motherfuckers been talking about Luca all fucking day. Is that hype, or is this boy the truth? I ain't gonna lie. So, I went... Luca Doncic. I, I went... Is what we're, who I we're saw Luca. I saw Luca play um, the Celtics when I was in Boston for work one week, and he didn't even look like he was trying for real, like... like I had good seats. I was like, he looked like he's kind of. He looked like he was like kind of low, low energy. You had to throw in that you had good seats. But go ahead. 
No, because I want to. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see his. I want to see his fool for real because he's supposed to be like the truth or whatever. So I was like, okay, he don't look like he really trying that hard. Like, man, he ain't doing shit. Like this dude's is hype because I mean the Celtics got a squad and I was like, eh. But at the end of the game, this fool almost got a triple double. He got thirty points. He had like he had ten rebounds. I think he had six assists. And I was like, wait. Well, when did he do that? Like, and he—he's he just a hooper. Yeah. Like, I just—I mean, he real. Like, I can't even. I'm not gonna hate on this fool. Like, and I think, like, I know he had a little um, scuffle with Montrez Harrell, and he called him like a bitch ass white boy or something like that. I was like, no, no, he—he—he could hoop. The—the the problem is, white folks be like creaming over this cat because he's like the great white hope. He's like, a white boy that I can mean, play basketball. Which he's is. a white boy that can play yeah. basketball and I can't take it away from him. He's nasty. And those come along. So Bob Ryan who's, who'll be on um, Around the Horn and stuff mm-hmm. he they were saying like you know his expertise is basketball. He like knows all things Boston Celtics and all that. And he had a take where he was like I've seen all the great players over the last 60 years and Luka Doncic excites me or something to that effect. So, I mean, I think he's the real deal. Of course, with everything, you know, you want to see a couple years and see some consistency, but for all intents and purposes, he's up to hell of a start. People were talking that he won Rookie of the Year last year and can win Most Improved Player this year, which is unheard of. <laughs> How are you the Most Improved Player and you won Rookie of the Year? But right, yeah, that was a debate too. Yeah. I mean, um, he did prove... <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, that motherfucker improved the fuck out of himself, but it's just unheard of, you know what I'm saying? It was just, I don't know. I just want to throw think, it out there for this big in the sports world. The European players or non-American players um, have come up and taken the game by storm because they focus more on the fundamentals. Like, over here, all we want to do is shoot threes and dunk and cross people over and make the highlight play. But at the end of the day, fundamentals are always going to win out. If you have solid fundamentals, you can neutralize. So I think that's why, like, the European people are, or non-American players are kind of becoming a wave. Makes sense. Um, so, I mean, but to J. Joe's point, or who, I forgot whose point it was, I am missing something by there not being a crowd. Because when he had that hit that game winner, I just couldn't feel that energy like I wanted that shit was amazing, but I was like, eh. Yeah, I well, do miss the crowd in that respect. Well, they didn't pan. You're used to them panning to the crowd and seeing like a a white woman like losing her shit or like in tears or something like that. We don't get that now when you see the virtual people in the background like looking like Bill Cosby. Like, <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't get that anymore. I did a face. What kind of what kind of internet you gotta have to get on that? I think it's like a Zoom call. I saw somebody. One somebody. I feel like someone we know um, was on one of them shits. Uh, I don't know. I didn't know that. Or maybe some one of my Facebook friends. Like, uh, no, it was one a cat I grew up with. His, um, his kids were on it. You so, like a Zoom. You're call. so rich and famous. You just dropped another one. Not only are you walking down because you wanted to get closer to the action, so you walked down to the floor to see Luka Doncic. Now you got a friend who's in the virtual crowd. Hey man, right. I think it's. I really yeah, think it's a Zoom. It's just a Zoom right. call. You live, you live in a charm life, man. That's why I let you know that, man. Good uh, for you. Good for you, brother. Whatever, dog. All right, all right. I'm just saying. Y'all saw Chef's workout videos on Instagram Live. Chef out here doing workout videos too. 
The tummy tees and and and, and look, waist look at trainers. His, look, at, look at his medium uh college dropout journey. Has. Right, like, hey, that what? is slim. Right, hey. it's, it's extra large. Gang uh, Street and oh, nigga, I know what day we got to talk about before we leave. I, I almost let it go. I almost let it go. I apologize to the city of St. Louis, but it will never be the same from what I heard. Um, but go. I'm, but going back to you doing squats on the internet, man, like, man we're really proud of you, bro. You're really hard work, dedication, man. That's you go. Your body is built, not bought. So, Dude, where you at? House man. of Sweat. You be like, how? You be like, such and such a at such and such is working me out today. You be fucking shouting niggas out and everything, boy. Hey, man, I'm proud of you, bro. <laughs> this nigga is working me out. This nigga is working me out. You don't get shots out. To, you don't get shots out to your trainer for doing his good work and putting you through hell every day. He'll be working you out. Who's working you out tomorrow? Um, you don't know. It could be anybody. Kenny, um, she she is a she is a a young lady. Okay. Uh, shout out to Kenny. And all right, so are y'all aware <laughs> of the sweetie the, the, the sweetie pie saga? Yeah,对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对
them talking on the phone, and then he got um, his nephew killed, man, and then tried to collect the money. So when it was time to collect the money, come to find out one of Nelly's producers is one of the niggas who the nigga who sold the insurance policy. So my whole what? thing, right? My whole say. thing was, well, first of all, nigga, you have a soul food in power. You are the sole heir to all the peach cobbler and neck bones you can eat and sell for the rest of your life. Like, why are you doing this for this this money? But not to mention, you got your brother's son killed for insurance money that you're never going to get. So Miss Robinson lost one son, about to lose uh she lost a grandson, about to lose the other son to the system again. Like, God damn. It's just a fucked up situation. And from what I hear, like St. Louis is 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 hot now, fire, man. So they say the city city'll never be the same, man. So it's just because of them niggas? Yeah, because you gotta think. St. Louis isn't that big of a city, especially in the black community, and that nigga was like, that nigga could go to Essence Festival and, like, pull some chicks if he wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Like, that nigga was black people famous. Man. Let alone Damn. in the city. In the, right. In the city. In his own city. You know what I'm saying? So, he was probably, like, soulful royalty in the city. And, you know, it's just everybody is familiar with that family. So, yeah, man. It's, I heard that shit was overrated, though. I heard them niggas tried to go um, open in L.A. And L.A. got them niggas the fuck out because like, we ain't paying no goddamn $20 for a purchase dinner. So, I mean, I don't know. I've heard mixed feelings. I think you got to go to the upper crust. I think that's the that's the nicer one. So, I, I've, I've heard that they had, I've heard mixed reviews. Some people say that it's good. I might have to be on one day. But shout out to the Potter's House in Jacksonville who has delicious uh, neck bone rice. <laughs> I was going to get my foot up whenever we talk about soul food restaurants. Shout out to P and D's in Orlando, man. They they purchased in as be uh seven dollars. So you know, shout out to them. That's because they're catching it in the uh, pond out back for that purchase. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to oh, Sweat. Not, not a question. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's fucked up, man. Like I didn't understand because I knew whoever sold him the policy was gonna be complacent. Like this young dude. Hadn't accumulated any like uh, a sixteenth of what the policy was for four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like, come on, man. So, yeah, niggas going to jail. The love of money, man. People like it's so crazy. Like how money makes people do shit. Damn, they're worse than any drug, man. Mm-hmm. Like for money, it, uh, I couldn't imagine having anybody kill, let alone my fucking nephew. Like that's ridiculous. But it's not even just money. It's for the. I do not have the money, okay? Did you hear me? Other people, you know what I'm saying? So, I've been on TV, you know my mama's own sweetie pie, so that means I gotta have on a Versace shirt and uh, a fucking, uh, (laughs) the new new bands with the fucking fish scales on the back and all this shit. So, like, you, because I know you're living a comfortable life. Like, nigga, you're just trying to do this so you can stun on Instagram. Like, Nigga, instead of just living your regular ass good life, nigga, you ain't never got to pay for food ever again in your life, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? That probably would contributed to a nigga's hips, though. Probably all that soul food. But anyway, so yeah, that's that, man. Pray for the city. Hips. Hips. <laughs> you know how to take their word for it. You've rocked with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. 
Go ahead, visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love, show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast, is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the With All Due Respects. With all due respect, um, we are getting into um, we're getting towards the end of of the year in my mind. Like, uh, and I based everything with solely off of pumpkin spice season. Pumpkin spice season about to crack off, so I feel like I align that to fall. I align like the heavy part of hurricane season to fall. It's like it's kind of how my brain works. And with that said, I mean it's starting to. I'm starting to shift my brain towards 2021 um, because it's just a little, it's, it's like I, I look at it as a light at the end of the tunnel. So I, I've had a couple of friends and who've lost loved ones very recently. Um, and it's discouraging. It's rough. Um, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm, I'm, I'm positive of that. And, and I want us all kind of to focus on, that aspect of life in general where bad things don't last always as long as you focus on the good that's going on in your life counting your blessings being grateful for where you are right now um because 2021 is going to be a good time it's going to be a great time i'm already speaking into existence because there's nowhere else to go but up so um count your blessings let's be positive uh, 2020s, damn near over. With all due respect. With all due respect, I don't understand Jason Derulo. Um, he's probably one of the lamest niggas I have ever I've ever seen. I never met the nigga. I never ate chicken fingers with the nigga. But I just don't understand it. I mean, it has to be white people. You white people have definitely made Jason Derulo a thing. I can't name you one Jason Derulo song. I think he had some make the make your booty whistle song. I think some some was whistling. I don't think it was the pussy. Um, but he's just so goddamn lame, man. And his name is Jason, which adds insult to injury. I hate that. I can only imagine he just has the most prangest of grandmothers who just both sides just prayed for him as a child, covered him in love and prayer and Jesus' blood because he's rich and famous and I just can't understand why and like he got with Jordan Sparks a, a beautiful lady and like how and he tricked that off and hurt her poor little heart and she said while they had sex he would sing his own first name while they were having sex. If that's not the most Jason Derulo thing I've ever heard in my motherfucking life. So, in conclusion, um, I mean, it is another rich black man. Uh, so, kudos to that. But, like, mm, fuck that nigga with all due respect. <clears throat> with all due respect, um, one of my favorite things to do from day to day is uh, check out my Facebook memories and See what kind of stuff was going on. It's kind of interesting sometimes how the days align themselves over the years. It may be like something that you were 
dealing with on a particular day or a particular point in time, several years in the past, or like if you had a rough day or something, it's just kind of interesting how things kind of uh, replay themselves. And so today I had um, a status that I posted three years ago. It says we waste an incredible amount of time and effort trying to find fault versus trying to find a solution. And this is what we're seeing currently during the election cycle. Like everybody's afraid of doing too much. Everybody's afraid of, you know, jumping in and just trying to help out. And that's really what we should be doing right now, especially considering the country is so fractured for a number of reasons. So uh, keep that in mind, you know, when something goes awry, try to offer a helping hand, try to think of something um, that you can do to help out. Like Gucci Mane interview I referenced a while back, uh, you shouldn't always lead with aggression. Aggression shouldn't be the first thing in your toolbox. Or actually, he said aggression shouldn't be the only thing in your toolbox. So just uh, a thought, you know, we still trying to make it through this pandemic, the election, uh, people losing jobs, people losing loved ones, all those things. So let's just try to band together and, you know, be better for each other with all due respect. With all due respect, um, by the time you listen to this, it probably won't be the date that I stay. But today is the day after eight twenty four, which is Kobe Day, um, if you will. So I was never a Kobe Bryant fan. There was never a day in my life where I was a Kobe Bryant fan. One, Kobe Bryant played for the fucking Lakers, and I am not a Lakers fan. I do not rock with the Lakers, so I was never a fan of him from a basketball standpoint. But in Kobe's passing and in Kobe's retirement, I began to understand more about Kobe Bryant. And I realized that I have a lot in common with Kobe Bryant, but Kobe Bryant was an asshole. And I think that's kind of where we have similar uh, cross-references there. But I realized how I'm not a fan of him as a basketball player, but I am a fan and I admire extraordinary human beings. And by all accounts, Kobe Bryant was an extraordinary human being. His intellect, his com- his competitiveness, his drive for more. Uh, pretty much anybody that you talk to describes him as that. And I thought of that when everybody was remembering him. And I think about how much money Kobe Bryant made throughout his career. Kobe Bryant has probably made a tremendous amount of money throughout his career. But in Kobe's death, nobody has ever mentioned not one cent that Kobe Bryant has ever earned. They not mentioned not one car that he's owned, not one house that he's bought, none of that. The things that we remember about Kobe Bryant are the things that are intangible, the things that inherently make us who we are. And we have to think as human beings when we go through this world and we put so much energy into money, and houses, and cars, that when we die and we leave this earth, that's not going to be what people are talking about. When I leave this world, I want people to eulogize me and talk talk about me the way that people talk about Kobe Bryant, the person that I was. Because if I dedicate my life to money and material things, when I die, there won't be anything to talk about me about. There won't be anything to say. Nobody's going to say, oh, Wood bought this shoe or he, he bought this house. I remember the time he bought this burnt house because it doesn't matter. And I think that these are some of the lessons that Kobe Bryant, even in his passing, is still teaching us how to live better lives, 
how to be better people. And even the end, through our matriculation through this whole process, the things that really matter. So even though Kobe's gone, you may not have been a fan, um, you know, this, that, or whatever. However you feel about Kobe Bryant, take this lesson and learn how to be a human being, a better human being. Because at the end of the day, that's what everything that Kobe Bryant was about, was being a better person. With all due respect.